1: and welcome back to the selling from the heart podcast your co-host Daryl
0: Amy here today with Larry Levine how's it going larry it's it's going it's a great day i i always enjoy talking to you i i enjoy this stuff so much
1: this is a blast and we're we're having such a good time we're glad you've joined us today for all of our our regular listeners, welcome back to this selling from the heart podcast. You're not going to want to miss today's conversation it's going get uh, it's going to get real in the house here. This is going to be fantastic <laughs> And if you're new to the podcast uh, today, thanks for joining us. You have joined a community, uh, a group of elite sales professionals who are real, who are honest, who are genuine, who are committed to selling from the heart. And uh, It's always fun around here. Last week, we talked about the sales management aspect of of how sales leaders um, can encourage and hold salespeople accountable for building and filling their relationship funnel. Because as Larry always says, if you want a full sales funnel, you better have a full relationship funnel. And so, thank you to everybody who's weighed in uh, on that. We've had some feedback. We'll have some sales managers coming on the podcast in the uh, series to come, in the episodes to come. So we're looking forward to that. Today, uh, we really want to head into a topic that I think is uh, you guys are absolutely going to love. And uh, Larry, it is coming. Uh, today's topic is based on the incredible response and feedback from some of your latest blogging through LinkedIn about being brutally honest, which is something
0: I know that you are incredibly great at. So set this up, Larry. Well, thanks, Daryl. You know, what happened is every now and then I like writing series of blog posts that really get people to think. But what's really interesting that I found along the way is this is just a great platform to drive conversation. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of noise out there, Daryl, especially when it comes to LinkedIn, you know, what's the best way to use this platform and so forth. Yeah. But the best way I found to use it is just stay true to who I am. Just authentic, genuine, real guy. And I go, you know what? Might as well use this to drive conversation and what better way to drive conversation than through blogging. I found out. Absolutely. Um, I started this series about called just called being brutally honest And it's just caught fire. I mean, I'm just, I'm shocked because I didn't expect, you know, I had low expectations of it to begin with, but what happened now, I have people all over the world reaching out to me going, these are cool. In fact, I just got off of a Skype call with a guy in London. He goes, this is right up my alley, right? And he's doing personal coaching in um, the not-for-profit world. And and and, it, and it's amazing. So the whole idea behind brutally honest, especially as it relates to sales reps, is I just started taking sales reps on a journey about being brutally honest with themselves. Right? We talked a little bit on our past podcast a bit about you know self reflection and and mm-hmm. how we should really take the time to self reflect every day. Yeah. And then I started moving on to a series of you know, other pod of podcasts of blog posts. And this last one that I will, and I'll set this up and I'm going to throw it your way is about, you know, being brutally honest with yourself is how well do you know you as a sales professional? And I think it's really critical as as sales professionals that if we want to, if we want to really truly be the best at what we're at, then we have to self-reflect. And I think self-reflection leads to self-awareness. And, you know, the whole point about being, you know, self-aware as a sales professional is I, I think the best sales professionals out there aren't self-centered. They check their egos out at the door, mm-hmm. but the best of the best incorporates self-reflection and they're truly self aware of who they are. So that means they eat humble pie for breakfast and they look forward <laughs> to a day full of learning as they serve their clients. And Laura, you know, I've eaten a lot of humble pie, Daryl. I know you've eaten a ton of humble pie yourself, but I'm, I'm going to set it up with one question. I'm going to throw it back at you for some feedback. Yeah. But I think uh, a self-aware, a self-awareness as a sales professional, they constantly remind themselves of four daily things on a consistent basis. And I want to go through each four of these. Well, let's, let's pause
1: first. So I'm, I'm just curious as you've been going on this, this brutally honest journey and, and, um, you know, in terms of like self-awareness, um, which is a great, Awareness to have, right? As a, as not just a sales professional, but a human being. I mean, how have you gotten to a point of,
0: of self awareness? Um, you know what? Gosh, it just it it comes back. It it really boils down to just me. Yeah, Uh, I I don't know. It's just through mentors, through coaches, yeah. Even through our relationship now that's that spans well over ten years, right. really finding out who I am, what do I firmly believe in, you know, just staying true to who I am. And this is what just really started. And the, I think the other thing too, that it comes back around is my commitment to working out in the community. And I think that's where this thing is really stemming from. Mm -hmm. And I, and I'm still getting to know myself even better day, you know, each day is through the art of giving, I've been able to really truly find out who I am as a person. And you know, I'm president of my Kiwanis group and yep. I just, and I give out into the community as much as I can. And it, it, I'll tell you what, it goes back to I had a conversation with, um, I'll give a shout out to Mike Garrison because he's really brought this out in me. He goes, in order to give, right? Yeah you must be able to learn something about yourself. So if you want to get something in return, you got to learn how to give. Yeah. And I think as sales, you know, reps, we have a lot to give. We have a lot to give our clients. We have a lot to give to our organizations and we have a lot to give to our future clients. We have to get to know us better. And I think this is what it's stemming from It's becoming really self-aware of who I am as a sales rep. And what is it that I truly bring? Because otherwise we're just pigeonholed as all the other sales reps.
1: Yeah. I think, I think that's so good. I mean, giving is a good path to self-awareness and, and, and also I think adversity is as well. And one thing that is certainly true uh, for anyone who's a sales professional is you're going to go through seasons of adversity and rejection and and all of that. And those are, you know, as much as we want to avoid that, uh, that type of thing um, and, and just, you know, not camp there and and we certainly don't want to let it take us out. Uh, one of my personal coaches and good friends, former uh, Olympic tennis coach, uh, Pablo Giacopelli, fantastic guy. Maybe we'll have him on the Selling from the Heart podcast someday. Shout out to Pablo. You know, he always he always talks about failure and and fail stands for finding answers in life. And we have a lot of opportunity for adversity as sales reps. And I think we need to, um, to look at that and, and begin to understand who we really are because there's four things that a self-aware sales professional reminds themselves of on a daily basis. And this is straight from the wisdom and blog of, uh, of Mr. Levine himself. Uh, the first thing that a self-aware sales professional reminds himself of on a daily basis is I will stop pretending. I will stop pretending. So what does that mean to you, Larry? And what's the practical application of that for, for our friends and audience today?
0: <laughs> well, I'll, I'll continue on that. And, and it's really simple is I will stop pretending that I know a great deal about my client's business issues, right? Mm. I will strive to be authentic in learning about their issues. And I won't fake that I know. And where, where, where I'm really going with this is in order to truly understand your client's business issues, Mm -hmm. You have to spend the time to learn about them, learn about their company. And more importantly, don't fake it. Right. Yeah. You have to truly, and and it goes, and it goes back to, uh, we taught, I wrote about in a blog post, but it goes back to the time that I had to serve Johnny and friends as they were a client of mine. And that's where I really learned this whole art as far as just really being authentic is sales reps. Can't, there's no way a sales rep can learn a client's business issues when you only see them once every 90 days, or once every six months, or once every year. How can you really do that? You can't, yeah, right? Right. So this is this is get over it. So stop pretending that you know about what's going on. You don't because you're not seeing them that often. Right. So a, a self aware sales professional is going to stop pretending. The point blank.
1: The yeah. There's such a uh, such a, a drive, temptation, pull, even pressure um, to walk into a situation in a client, any, any given client and, um, you know, feel the need to pretend that, you know, what's going on, that, you know, exactly what should be done that, you know, now we do that sometimes. Um, I mean, th- there are the sales reps and, and uh, these, these don't qualify as the sales professionals that we always, uh, that listen to this program, but there are the sales reps who just go in and immediately start, um, you know, spewing forth information and recommendations without listening? Um, that's not what we're talking about. Then there's there's the other rep though that that uh, that um, listens kind of, uh, maybe asks some, you know, basic canned questions, uh, doesn't really pay attention, and then dives into spewing forth things. I think a self-aware sales rep is going to approach a client or prospect with some humility to realize that, that, that I, I don't really understand their business yet. I don't understand their personal, uh, the personal and business impact of, of whatever problem there is and whatever solution I may recommend. I don't understand that. And, um, I don't need to fake it to make a deal. In fact, yes you know faking it is is the exact opposite of of uh of of being able to get to the point of credibility that it takes to
0: actually um close a deal no you and you're so right and and it's you know if we get back to just the the humility part of this this is all you know we talk about you know face to face this is all human to human interaction right and what I've just found throughout the years is me personally, sales has just got a bad rap to begin with, because for every great sales rep, there's ten to give this industry a you know this profession a bad name. Right. But I, I think we're at a really critical point. You know, as we round into the last you know quarter of the year, and as we head into 2018, is buyers want a really great experience from a sales representative Mm-hmm. And and if you could just, you know, some people aren't going to like this statement, but. So be it, is if you really want to succeed in sales, take that sales hat off. Take that sales hat off and put that relationship building hat on. But you have to know you have to be smart enough, Daryl, to know when to throw that sales hat on. Cause I'm I'm not saying you got to completely remove it. Absolutely. Clear about it. Clearly. But the to me, what I've always found that works is take that sales hat off, learn as much as you can, really, truly give a rat's backside about them, their issues, their concerns, really build a genuine, authentic relationship. And you know what? You'll be surprised the amount of information that just starts happening when you do one thing, have a conversation with somebody. So that's why I always said, you know, that self-aware sales professional just puts themselves in that frame of mind as I don't know everything. I don't know everything about my client. I don't know everything about my prospect. So what am I going to do about it? Well, what you're going to do about it is you're going to be, you're just going to learn everything you can. You're going to consume yourself with learning everything that's possible about them in order to facilitate a really good relationship. Yeah. I think that's, um, that's so, so
1: important. And, and we want to fake it as salespeople. We want to, um, you know, whether it's, it's, it's um, unintentional or intentional and both things happen. We we want to go in and pretend that we know what's, what's going on. But as I've always said, you know, for years, I've said you're an empty shirt in the solutions business uh, until you understand your client's business problems. And it's not just that you read your client's business problems in a sales training, uh, you know, book or manual. It's that you actually... Uh, Talked with them about it. That that you explored that with them, the, both the business and the personal impact of that problem, uh, both the financial and the relational impact of of, it, of the problem. It really doesn't matter, um, you know what uh, what you sell. Everybody sells a solution to a problem. No one really buys anything unless there's there's some type of of uh, problem or or something you're going to resolve. So we've got to be able to identify with and understand both the business problem and, and the, the person. And, and you said, you know, I will stop pretending that I understand my client's business, strive to be authentic, won't fake that I know what's going on and I will become a student of my client's business problems. So what are some practical ways that, um, that are, that our listeners and, and ourselves, what, how can we become better students of our clients business
0: problems? actually a bunch of different ways. We have to, we have to take the time to really learn what's going on. So, so here's, here's an example. We say, you know, I got to be a student of my client's problems. So if you're calling into certain verticals, let's just say you're calling into manufacturing, you're calling into legal or you're calling into it. You got to start understanding what's the day in the life of this person look like, what issues do they have? What are they trying to accomplish? How can I help them do their job better? Mm-hmm. And I think that, that's what I always started to come up with when, you know, hey, I'm a student, my client's problems. Everybody has certain issues. Everyone has certain problems. You know, that's to take it back to a doctor, right? There's different specialties right? that each doctor has, right? And the same thing with a sales rep is you're almost like that doctor because you're dealing with so many different people, right? You're dealing yeah. with... Upper level management, mid-level management, lower level management, you have to start being a student of their profession, meaning you got to understand what they do, which means you as a sales rep, I always say, I always say to sales reps, if you want to understand what's going on, why don't you just do simple Google search, right? Right. It's a great place to start. Right. What's the day in the life of a CFO? What's the day in the life of an IT person? What's the day in the life of an executive administrator? Right. What are their initiatives, right? What do they talk about? There's so much you can do just by simple searches that you can start learning something about what's going on with them, start understanding it, and then just start educating yourself on that's what I did. I mean, you know, to me, sales isn't that hard. We make it hard, I think, because we mind screw this whole thing. And there's just a ton of noise out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
1: going along with that, I mean, there's very practical um, things that that the sales reps, that are you know, sales professionals that want to do the hard work um, and be genuine and honest. The the extra hard work um, is, you know, we always think in sales the extra hard work is that extra you know cold call back in the day or whatever. It's certainly, uh, you know, we got to push ourselves in activity, but. Some of the ways we need to push ourselves is what would it look like if if you spent uh, invested fifteen minutes a day Gosh. understanding your prospects you know what would that look like i mean f- you know for me and and I was uh, just talking to a sales team this morning about um, you know I, I wrote an article a while back about how I eat content for breakfast and you know contents the breakfast of champions. What would it look like if um, you know, if if you had your Feedly or your Flipboard or whatever application you use on your to consume content, what if what if you had it loaded up? Let's say you sell to um, CFOs, finance directors. What would it look like if if you had it loaded up with um, you know a feed from CFO Magazine, a feed from the you know uh, the local financial managers association to where to where now you know you are literally investing time on a regular basis, maybe every day, maybe on a Saturday morning for an hour and sitting down and just reading, uh, you know, what if you subscribe to the magazines and you sat down and actually consumed the content um, that this, the type of content that your, your buyers, your target uh, market is, is consuming. So that when you did go in there, yes, you know, your product, yes, you've been through all the sales training, but also, you've been that person that's taken the extra step to understand the specific issues, um, the impact of those issues, even the just vocabulary um, and jargon, so that when you walk in, you're actually able to add value, not in a, not in a way of, I know everything about this, even, even in a way that's curious. Hey, Larry, I was reading the, today about blah, 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 related to, you know, the changes in the, in, in finance coming in next year. Um, you know, what is that meaning to you and yeah. get that discussion going because it, that's where, and, and what's that meaning to you from a business standpoint? What's that meaning to you from a personal standpoint?
0: Right? Well, no, absolutely. And, and you just, you just trigger some, because I, I think you just, I think you just nailed it, Daryl. And this goes back to about four or five months ago inside my Kiwanis group. We had a, we had a ex school teacher who now runs like the teacher's association in in my county started Mm -hmm. talking about this. You know, when we start talking about, I must be a student, my client's problems, let's relate this to a teacher, right? Let's just take the teacher student aspect, right? Because a teacher has to consume content, right? A teacher has to consume content and facilitate that knowledge upon their students, right? Because if a teacher doesn't know a ton of content and that student asks the teacher a question, they got to be prepared either to answer it, yes, Or say, you know, I may not know that answer, but I know where I can go find it. So how does this really relate to a sales rep is what you were just saying. Sales reps have to eat content for breakfast. They have to be able to say, you know what, if I'm going to sit there and I'm going to educate a CFO or an IT manager, and they're going to give me some of their corporations hard-earned money, then I have to be a student inside their business. I have to share with them the knowledge that I understand what's going on. Yeah, and I think all of that. Just uh, maybe the the
1: mindset behind all of that is just a mindset of curiosity. And you know, one thing that I absolutely love about the sales profession, um, and and as I've, I've been involved in different aspects of it, what I loved is I got to meet all kinds of of different people, and still get to meet all kinds of different people. And so there's a curiosity. Um, you know if if we, if we could replace some of the arrogance we have as salespeople, um, which is just mask for fear, if we could replace some of the pride and arrogance and hubris we have as salespeople with c- genuine curiosity about um, about our prospects, about their business about you know, their lives about what what is going on, not only do I think, and this is where the whole you know genuine self awareness side of this is as a human being, if I can replace arrogance with curiosity, I'm going to be a much more fulfilled and b much more um, relatable. I'm in a much better relationships because no one wants to have a relationship with an arrogant sales rep. And, and, and the, the C is I'm going to uncover more opportunities because outside of inside of that genuine conversation and learning about business, I will uncover opportunities. It reminds me of years ago, um, when I was uh, doing some vertical market research for a project I was working on, I did vertical market research in several vertical markets, which was pretty simple to me. It was bringing a legal pad and a pen into a conversation with people that I knew in various verticals I was going after taking them to lunch and going, Hey, tell me how it works. You know, from, from the time it, you, this begins till it ends, how does it work and what are the challenges and what's that like? And, and that curiosity, what was fascinating about that is even though in that, that scenario, I was wearing a researcher's hat, every single one of those scenarios, I left and people were like, hey, can you help me out with that problem <laughs> that we just talked about? And, and so, there is a payoff, a payoff to being genuine. There's a payoff to being curious. And there's a payoff to having a um, continual learning mindset, a self-directed learning mindset. And that is that you are going to get invited into more opportunities by just being genuine and authentic in that way.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, you know, what something else um, that, I re- that I really want the listeners to, to take away from this is once you start doing this, think of what happens next. And here's what happens next. Cause I've walked through it. I've seen it start happening just through the social aspects of this is people will start telling your story people will start saying you know what it's unbelievable i ran across this guy larry levine the most genuine authentic sales guy i've ever met you have to get to know this guy this is what he's Mm -hmm. done for me that's powerful and that's what i want the listeners of selling from the heart podcast to really take away yeah you know this does require some hard work it requires some commitment but guys it's well worth it because both daryl and i've walked through it i've i've witnessed it firsthand through past relationships where they go, you know what, this guy's a real deal. And the reason why is then we can fill in the blank, but it, t- it takes some work. Yeah.
1: Well, and so, you know, there's, I think that, that, um, that, that a lot of, a lot of the activity we have as sales reps, and I don't want to get to, uh, you know, I don't want to pull out a couch and get too psychological yeah. here, but I mean, we, we have a lot of pressure as sales reps and we have a lot of fear. I mean, there's fear of failure. There's fear of what if, you know, what if I don't get this deal? What if, you know, what if, what if, what if there can be all kinds of, of fears that haunt us all the time. And and I think there's, there is a fear that if I let my guard down and I'm genuine with somebody and, and, you know, admit that, you know, don't try to go in and pretend like I know everything about what's going on. And I'm the, you know, the, the end all be all authority on this. And there's a fear that that's going to hurt me, but I got to tell you something, I promise you that courageous vulnerability is going to help you. And I got to see, uh, I was at, at the HubSpot conference last week, got to see, uh, one of my favorite authors speak. Um, her name's Brene Brown. If you've not uh, ever read any of her books, just, you know, go, go by daring greatly, great book for salespeople because there, in, in in that whole book, she talks about courageous authenticity and the the whole um, drive to say, you know what, um, let's stop pretending we have it all together, and let's let's be human to human, and let's you know let's replace some of this arrogance, um, fear-driven arrogance, with with some authenticity and curiosity.
0: Authentic curiosity is is where we're going. This is good stuff, Larry. Dude, I, I love this. And, and this is what I was just thinking as I'm, I'm listening to you. It's the fear of being exposed. And that's why I, you know, I say it for one reason. And that's why I started these brutally honest, this was a good journey for me writing these brutally honest blog posts, because, you know, I'm exposing myself for who I am. Yeah. And I just got to let the guard down, right? Get to know yourself, but you know what, you're going to expose yourself to a much broader audience for who you truly are. Mm-hmm. If, if you just take a step back and go, who am I, what do I stand for and why am I doing what I'm doing? It, you'll be amazed what happens in the conversations you open, yeah, but you, gotta, you, you have to be willing to expose yourself to a greater audience. So you, that means you have to take the time just to be genuine, authentic, and, and you can't pull the punches and you can't throw a bunch of BS out there. Wow! So many things. Uh, what a what a great discussion
1: today. And uh, I know um, just even having this conversation has spurred a lot of thought. It's going to drive some self reflection for me for sure. And that's what we want to challenge everybody with today is is how is this hitting you? How is this hitting you? Um, and what would it look like to develop uh, more authenticity and an authentic curiosity instead of you know and, and replace some of that? Let's just be honest fear-driven arrogance inside this. So your homework, I'm going to challenge everybody to go find Larry Levine's LinkedIn profile. It's slash Larry Levine 1992 You'll see him. He's everywhere on LinkedIn. And check out the Brutally Honest blog article series because I know when you start diving into those, uh, it is going to uh, cut straight to the heart. And this is the Selling from the Heart podcast. So uh, spot on, Larry. Great discussion today. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And as always, we want you to challenge you to be real, be genuine, be authentic, do the hard work, be curious, and most of all, sell from the heart.